You are listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. Top of the morning to you. It's a hump day, but it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day? Is that like good morning, San Diego? How the heck are you? Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network. Florida Sports Network.com. Top of the morning to you, Mark. Happy Valentine's Day to you and your lovely bride. How are you? I am great, and, and happy Valentine's Day to you and your bride and the family and all that stuff. Just let's get the candy and chocolates out and go at it. Well, you know, I went all out this Valentine's Day. And by all out, I mean I left town. Uh, I'm in Kennesaw, Georgia. I'm broadcasting a college basketball game tonight. We're we're not even going to see each other for four days. That's what I call romance. You got it. That is, that is how you keep the spark alive. You yep. just leave on Valentine's Day. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, you know, Justin Timberlake is bringing sexy back, and uh, I'm taking it on the road. Uh, that, that's what I'm doing, of course. You know, anyway, uh, not a dime, by the way, I I pulled the Jim Calhoun. Do you remember back in the day he was coaching UConn basketball and the state of Connecticut was having big financial issues? And of course, a story came out that said he's the highest paid public employee in the state. And he was making like one point six million a year, something like that. And at the presser after a game, a reporter is working his way up into the question. He's laying it all out. And he's about two-thirds of the way through the question, and Calhoun just leans forward and says, not a dime. And the reporter stops, and he goes, well, you know, and Calhoun goes, I'm not giving back a dime. All right, not a dime. I didn't spend a dime. I was chastised. I was told, do not spend the 5 $6 on a Hallmark card. I know you love me. I'd rather buy a Starbucks. There you go. There you go. So, so I, if I, you could door dash her a Starbucks during the show and say, Happy Valentine's Day, honey. I don't have to. I left her a $20 bill on the table before I left town. She's got a doctor's appointment this morning. On the way back from the doctor's appointment, she'll get herself her Starbucks. Oh. Here, happy Valentine's Day. I'd like a 20 for Valentine's Day. You passing them out this year? If I had known, I'll tell you what, I'll see you guys in a couple weeks. I'll walk in, I'll hand you both a 20. <laughs> That'd be for like, Trent, that's my per diem. I was going to say for Trent, that's three days pay. And secondly, it's a week's worth of bets. Although apparently the Miami Heat last night made him so much money. He might be able to afford to keep gambling through the rest of the month. Mr. High Roller over there. Take him when you can get him, David. Yep. Absolutely. Back to back for the Bucks, and the Heat got it done last night. Listen, I don't want to say that this Hard Rock app has got people gambling or anything, but, you know, we got people in the Twitch chat room saying they bet Illinois State last night in men's I- basketball. You know, it's funny. I didn't think they were going to win outright, but I saw that game and the big number. Indiana State was just ranked for the first time and since 1979. I'm like, you know, Illinois State's going to play them hard. I not, did not think they were going to win, but I'm like, you know, they see a ranked team. 
And it's like, yep. to hell with that. We're going to go sure. get them. Yeah, it's like what FAU's getting every night this every year. Every night. I think yeah. FAU, when they get into the tournament, not that they're going to have a better run than they did last year. That's impossible. But they're going to be every bit pre- more prepared this year. They have been getting everyone's A game from the word go. And they've played yep. good teams and beat them. And they've lost some games to some mediocre teams. And I don't know how good the American is, but I know how good it's been when FAU's played everybody in it. Let me tell you. By the way, your first place team in the American, that's the Bulls of South Florida. Just just worth mentioning. That's a hell of a turnaround. From the coach who led where I am, Kennesaw State, to the NCAA tournament last year. He was here four years. He won one game his first year. By his fourth year, he won like 25 and took him to the dance. Now he's in South Florida. He's got him in first place in mid-February in the American. That program's been a dumpster fire for 15 years. Amir Abdul-Rahim. He can coach. Yes, he can. There's no doubt there, man. You, you're right about you USF. You and I have always had a soft spot for USF since going to see them play West Virginia in football going back a lot of years now when they were ranked and Jim Levitt was the coach and all that type of stuff. But so we followed this program on both sides, football and basketball and wondered, and even women's basketball, because well, the school that David and I follow more closely, USF won't play them. So we've just paid attention Mm -hmm. and the basketball program on the men's side has been awful. Yep. So for them to do what they're doing this year is a remarkable turnaround. And quick tangent, they host FAU this weekend for first in the conference. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if the crowds uh, show up. But it's also good, I think, for just sports in this state. I mean, we've said that South Florida is going to end up in the ACC. Uh, I think it's going to happen within two to three years that South Florida is going to be in the ACC. When Florida State engineers their exit from the ACC, and other schools will follow, In it's our belief. And the ACC is going to have to come scrambling for some teams to replace them. And we think South Florida might be the first phone call. So we think South Florida is going to be back in a quote-unquote Power 5 conference here, middle of the decade, end of the decade at the latest. And it looks like right now, Mark, they have made two terrific hires in football and men's basketball. And with the on-campus football stadium coming, and you, know, you mentioned the crowd, I, I've watched a decent amount of FAU basketball this year. They're a draw. Yeah. I mean, you know, they played they played my backyard against FGCU. The game was, if it wasn't sold out, it was nearly sold out. No, it was just, sold out. Just watched the game against Wichita State. Packed crowd for that game. And Wichita's, even though they have a great history and program and the fans are loyal, but they've won seven games this year, Wichita State. So they have been a draw when they have gone on the road. So it'll be, I think there'll be a crowd there Saturday. It's either Saturday or Sunday. Or Sunday, I mean, I'm sorry. hosting uh, FAU. But uh, off on a tangent on this Valentine's Day, giving South Florida some love. See, we're, we're in a giving mood this morning. We are. We're happy and peppy and we're bursting with love on this Valentine's Day. But I, I rec- we need a poll question that somehow encompasses uh, Valentine's Day. I don't know if you work sports into a Valentine's Day thing. You know, I don't know, a team well, that you love. Or, I, I thought that know. could be a little theme for the text line. Who was your first sports love? Oh, T 
team or per, or athlete? Either. Okay. I'm yeah, I'm not going to discriminate on Valentine's Day. If it's a team, it's a team. If it's a player, it's a player. So for me, because I grew up in a a town about 100 miles north of Detroit, Michigan, we had a minor league hockey team. My first sports love was that team. It, you know, the Tigers were probably my first love. But the first players that I really had an affinity towards were these minor league hockey players, because that was the first team that I watched in person a lot. Yeah, it's ooh boy, that's that's tough for me. Growing up in uh, kind of North Central Jersey, um, I got into sports when I was like eight, and um, yeah, that that'd be tough. Was it uh, my grandmother on my dad's side who was a huge Mets fan? Because I spent a lot of time with my grandparents. My mom, my dad was out of the picture. My mom worked all the time. She worked three jobs. And I would spend weekends with my grandparents, okay, either two and two in a month or three and one. And so my dad's mom was the big Mets fan, and we watched all the Mets games together. I mean, literally, my mom used to drop me off on a Friday. Mom, you got to get me there by 7. I mean, so I could get the whole three-game weekend series, Mark. Okay, Friday night, you know. And Grandma Moulton would make me cheeseburgers on Wonder Bread. They were greasy. They were ama- They were so bad, they were amazing. All right? And then, you know, Saturday. Also, Friday night fights, Mark. Yeah. Saturday, some wrestling and the Mets. Sunday afternoon, the Mets. Ah, that, that was a weekend. That was living right there. But then, you know, football season, you go over to my mom's side. Okay? You know, they had uh, Notre Dame and the Giants. So, you know, I was getting indoctrinated early, Mark. Well, I, I was indoctrinated by this. Sparty on, from both grandparents. My grandfather and my dad's father went to Michigan State. My other, my mom's father was a football coach and worked with Biggie Munn and Duffy Doherty, you know, way back in the 60s and in late 50s. So Michigan State was my first love because it was told to me that it would be. But the ti- <laughs> the Tigers, I remember listening, you know, more listening to the Tigers on the radio than watching them. And like you, I spent a lot of time at my grandparents, at my mom's parents, and my grandmother loved the Tigers, loved listening to them on the radio. And this just in, they had a pretty good play-by-play guy to listen to. It wasn't all bad. It was a it was a pretty good listen. Yeah, you know, he he did okay for himself. Yeah. That was a thrill when we had him on the show. Oh, it's one of my biggest thrills in this business. Ernie, Ernie Harwell, Harwell, by the way, for if you those. Don't know. Yeah, yeah. Thought we might need to add that. Did okay. Yeah. So the um, way that'll be tough. I'll have to think about what the answer is. We could do a kind of a sports Valentine's Day. I was also thinking, you know, hate to be selfish, but you know, I could be the impetus for the the poll question because I spent zip silch nada on my wife this valentine's day at at her instructions by the way and not one of those where i felt like i was being set up either like i actually felt threatened okay if i spent money on her on valentine's day okay it wasn't you know no 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 you don't have to get me anything wasn't one of those it was basically if you spend money on me on valentine's day i'll stab you in the neck that's how it felt to me my wife was the same way this year she went and got me a card, which ticked me off a little bit. But she said, all I want, she did want to go to dinner. And my wife, Lent, we're Catholic, Lent starts today. And my wife gives up alcohol. 
I don't know why. But oh no, doesn't affect me one bit. Oh, okay. So so it's not then implied that you have to tag if, along. If it were, I didn't pay attention to that part of the notation, David. <laughs> so she wanted to go to dinner last night so she could have a couple of drinks, and we had a. Right. I literally had one of the best dinners I've ever had in Southwest Florida last night. Wow! So it was, it was absolutely perfect. Just like I like sat at the bar, little interaction with the bartender. We had a wonderful dinner. She had a couple of drinks. So that was her Valentine's Day present. Wow, that's a, that's a robust Tuesday night right there. Sure was. Little you piano playing see. at the bar. Ooh, damn. Wow. I, I'm feeling romantic listening to this night. So who was Man. your first sports love? 21,000, that's the text line. We are Miller and Moulton. Thanks for listening. You're listening to Miller and Moulton, only on the Florida Sports Network. 21 minutes past the hour. Thanks so much for being with us on a hump day of Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. You know, from Miller and Moulton, we love you. Hopefully you at least like us. You know, it's better if we're the, you know, the ones that are giving more in this relationship. You know, we don't ask anything of you. We don't We don't ask of money. You don't have to get us any gifts. Okay. Uh... You know. I don't know about that. I mean, no, we don't. We, we'll let them subscribe to our Twitch channel. Oh well, okay, that's true. They want to spend a couple shekels on that. I mean, if they have you Amazon know, it, Prime, it's free. You just have to sign up. It's a little bit of a pain, but uh, it's actually free, and we get a couple of shekels out of it. So we'd like yeah. that. I'm okay. not. Afra- I'm not afraid to ask for that. Well, I mean, I'm not asking of it, but if if you know, it's kind of like an unexpected uh, gift. All of a sudden, we get that check for two dollars and thirty eight cents exactly. at the end of the month. It's, uh, it's kind of like uh, Vern's residuals that he gets uh, monthly from Happy Gilmore. It's usually somewhere between like four and seven bucks. He texted me a couple of months ago. He said, man, it must have been a big month this month. It was like 1138. All right, the residuals he got for Happy Gilmore. I'm like, wow, one of the cable channels must have showed it 24-7, you know, one day. Man. So, David, I have... Um regularly use the good, the bad, and the ugly, which we do in our bonus hour for those of you mm-hmm. along the network, right at the end of the show, where I find some stories of right. people and things. And one and of the one good... Of, one of the stories is good, one of the stories is bad, and one of the stories is ugly. But one of the goods that I will go back to when I find it is when somebody finds a lost wallet. <laughs> because... It's been about 10 or so years now. David lost his wallet. Six years ago next month. Six years ago next month. Not that David remembers. David no. lost his wallet, and it was not returned. Since then, every wallet that has been lost... In America. ...has been returned. Until yesterday. Excuse me? Because David, I was playing golf. I put my money clip in the same spot in my golf bag, and I zipped that spot in the golf bag up. I must not have zipped it up yesterday because when I finished playing golf and I went to reach for my money clip, it was gone. All of my credit cards, my key to this building, and about 60 bucks in cash. Uh Uh-oh. I have put out the APB to the superintendent of the golf course who's maybe listening right now. 
We'll see. But as of right now, David, I'm in lost wallet status. Oh, oh man. And somehow, while I think a lot of people listening right now may have some sympathy for me, and you may have a little, but I doubt you have much because I've spent six years having fun at your expense of you the really lost have. wallet. You really have. And have. karma has come back and taken a big chunk out of my tukas. Yes, a huge chunk out of your tukas. Okay, like a molten bite to a pizza chunk out of your tukas. Yes. Oh, man, there's the part of me that knows the aggravate. Then you got to call all the credit card companies and, you know, I mean, you can get another key, although, and they hate us at the building. Right. So getting it, so getting another key to the building, I mean, we, we can't even get the equipment fixed. Okay, never mind. They don't want you in the building to begin with. Why are they going to give you another key to it? That's problem number one. Now, I have not canceled a card yet because my credit cards, if anything, charged my phone lights up like a Christmas tree anytime my credit card's used. Oh, really? Yes. No, I don't have that. So I am giving it a little time before I cancel everything because of gotcha. where I lost it. Right. So you lost it on a golf course? Yes. Okay. Uh, by the way, did you spend any time yesterday? Did you get back in your car no. and start? So you didn't even try? No. Huh. Late in the so day, just, had to get the daughter to soccer practice. It was pretty much, uh-oh, borrow 30 bucks from the guy I'm playing with so I can pay the game right? and go from there. When I realized I had lost my wallet, we were doing the show from your house. It was the beginning of our second act together. And I got to your gate and... I reached in my wallet to show my identification, you know, to get through the gate because I was on the list. Okay. But I had to show my ID and I, oh my goodness, I didn't have my wallet. And so I spun around and went back to the convenience store, which is 15 minutes away because it was by my house. And in a panic, you know, and obviously it wasn't there because we ended up seeing on videotape that the guy who was, you know, standing two behind me saw my wallet, took it, put it in his pocket and walked out the store with it. But, okay, so now here we go. So with keys to the building, credit cards, is, does the money clip have any significance? Was it, it actually like does. It was an anniversary present from my wife. Okay. That, that, that stings as much as any of it. And what really bothered me was was that I had something from my late grandfather in my wallet. Okay, and that was really it was the only thing I wanted back. And and you know, of course, the guy couldn't do that. No, no. So wallet on the loose. Wow. Wow. I am very torn. Okay, I want to sing the you know na na song. Na na na. You know, I want to celebrate and taunt all at the same time. But then I'm like, oh man, na 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 na. The wallet is lost. Goodbye. I mean, there's a whole bunch of you know in my head. I'm going to be singing throughout the day. It's payback. It's payback. You blankety blank. 
goodbye. Yep, oh, I didn't yeah. knew, I and I wasn't expecting any sympathy from you, David. I, I, part of me yesterday, and you know, so I, I just went on with my day. I mean, what do you do? You just keep doing what you're doing, and right. I'm going. Molten is just going to crush me. Well, and I have to admit, first couple of moments, I was very sympathetic. But then, you know, the more I thought about it, it's like, you six years, you have just beaten me about the head and chest with this. And you have. You've included it in every good, bad, and ugly. Every time you find this crazy story about a wallet being returned, it's the good. Because it is good. It is good. But at least, I, you know what? There's a part of me, this will renew my faith in humanity if you don't get it back. Okay, because honestly, see, I thought it was me. Because it seems like every lost wallet's been returned in North America for six years. So there's a part of me that, you know, outside, I just hope you get the money clip back. I hope whoever has it is listening. And they just find a way. If you could just return the key to the building and the money clip. I wouldn't mind the credit cards and the driver's license, too. You you can keep the money. Just give me the cards and the money clip. Tell you what, driver's license money clip key to the building no 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 make him call and get new credit cards he has to get some aggravation out of this okay because the 60 dollars won't bother mark at all okay but you know having to call the new credit cards you know just you need some aggravation from this so if you're listening just return the license uh, the key the white uh, key card to get into the building here Especially since on Friday, Trent's not going to be here. Mark really does need to get in the building. We don't get on the air if Mark can't get in the building Friday. Just uh, just like this morning, just pound on the door and hope someone answers. Exactly. So, that's my Valentine's Day gift to me. I lost my wallet yesterday. My money clip. Wow. So when you went to your golf bag, was the zipper like open? It was like halfway open, and I gotcha. and I, it's it popped out. It happens, you know. It's on me. What are you gonna do? But now, now I am hoping for the faith of the golf course maintenance workers to come up with a miracle save, or one of the members today. Keep the sixty bucks, okay? It's your reward. Na 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 payback is a You're listening to Miller and Moulton only on the Florida Sports Network. And now here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. Twenty-two minutes before the hour, Bill Bender will join us one hour from now. And you'll know why Bill Bender, who covers college football mostly, but college sports for the Sporting News, will be joining us coming up in a moment when we go through the starting five. Happy Valentine's Day. And if you don't have a Valentine on this Valentine's Day, well, just you know, look at it as uh, it's saving you money. That's not so bad. I mean, Trent's happy as a clam. He won money on the Miami Heat last night. He doesn't have anybody he's got to spend it on except himself. Trent, your happiness factor on a scale of 1 to 10 right now. 10. It's, it's always wow. there. He is a, even, even yesterday, he says after the show, I, I wasn't having a good day, guys. Sorry. I think yesterday it was at a 9.5. Right. <laughs> he was. He did. He sounded slightly bummed yesterday. We could tell. He still had a smile on his face. I'm Absolutely. 
on camera a couple times on the you know the twitch.tv version of the show he was still smiling okay and then not only that he apologized okay he gave us a nine and a half day yesterday and he apologized for it are we, can we work long term with somebody that's this nice and yes. this happy we need it we, it's oh, a good oh, yin to no, our yang there's no doubt we need it but see you and i have that in our lives we married it Okay, we always used work as you know, the key four to five hours to get away from that, so we could go to our you know snarkville, miseryville. Yeah, but both our wives have gotten a lot more snarky in the last ten years. Yeah, well, they have. That's our effect on them. We've made them uh, less uh, nice than they were. That's true. That's our impact on them. Let's see if we can do it to Trent then. Give us time. Give us time, right? Right now, he's winning. He he's his optimism, his happiness is you know rubbing off on us. Our hope is by the summer, our snark can be rubbing off on him. You guys are running the marathon, not the sprint. That's it. We've been running a long time. Yes. Okay. We don't look like we can go the distance, but trust us, we can. Right now, it is time for. The Starting Five. Five stories you need to know. It's The Starting Five on Miller & Moulton. Here's number one. Hey, the Chiefs are having their Super Bowl parade today. No Taylor Swift. They basically acknowledged yesterday, they went to her and said, "Um, we barely have enough police officers to handle a normal Super Bowl parade. If you're going to be with Travis on one of the floats, uh, yeah, we don't have a chance of being able to secure the parade route. So where's your next stop on the tour? Australia? Can you leave a day early? Would that be okay? Could you do us a favor? So uh, that's the word anyway. That's what they're sending out. She's not, I mean, who knows? Maybe she'll end up, but the word is, you know, no, please stay away. You know. Uh, So Super Bowl parade, noon Eastern, 11 local for the Chiefs. And apparently, Mark, their parade route's going to go past where the Royals had the press conference and they want their new stadium to be downtown. $2 billion, uh, 34,000 seats going to be 3,000 less than what they have now. Going to be very intimate, going to be in the heart of the downtown business district. That's what they're proposing. Okay. We'll we'll see. Uh, What is emerging from the Super Bowl, Mark, you know how one of the favorite things that we like about hockey is how those guys will play the Stanley Cup playoffs, and A, they're playing for free. Okay, their last check was the end of the regular season. Yeah, there's a playoff pool of money and what have you, but I mean, they it's a two-month grind. Playing basically every other day for two months when you're battling all the way to the end for Lord Stanley's Cup. And when the list of surgeries get announced at the end of the season in hockey, and you're like, oh my goodness, how did they even show up for work? Never mind play. Yeah, so we all know about Dre Greenlaw. He tore his Achilles running out onto the field. That's embarrassing. Uh, but defensive tackle Eric Armstead apparently played the last two months of the season with a torn meniscus in his right knee. He hurt it against the Eagles on December 4th. Okay. Now, he didn't play 
for like a month afterwards, but he played the whole playoffs, all three playoff games on a torn meniscus. Uh, defensive tackle Javon Hargrave had a torn ligament in one of his thumbs. This just in, it's very difficult to tackle when you can't, you know, grab somebody with one of your two hands. You know, try ta- try try holding on to something without your thumb. See they kind of separate us from animals. Exactly. I, it is. Okay, that and we can give a post-game interview and they can't. All right. That's a biggie uh, too. It it is for me. Okay, Secretariat ahead of Oscar Robertson. Anyway, Chiefs lineman Nick Allegretti. Better he first had step. to play. He had to play because of uh, Joe Thune had the torn pectoral muscle. Well, Allegretti apparently early in the game tore his elbow ligament. He tore his UCL. Try block. That wasn't painful or anything. Uh, trying to block like Eric Armstead. Okay, and then what have you with you know a torn elbow ligament? That's no big deal. So that's just some of the injuries that are emerging from the Super Bowl. Uh, they think Armstead will be ready by training camp. Greenlaw, that's a different story. Torn Achilles, it happens early February. You know, not sure when Dre Greenlaw returns to the Niners. That one bears watching. Uh, the Lions, by the way, made an interesting signing yesterday. They signed the CFL Defensive Player of the Year. 28-year-old defensive lineman Matthew Betts. And see, those of us in Florida remember the Dolphins 20 years ago signing Cam... What? Cam Wake. Uh, Wake. I was going to say Cam Ward. No, he was a hockey goalie. His name's on the cup. Okay, Cam Wake. Okay, from CFL. And he had a terrific career. All right, 28 years old. He was in Bears training camp in 2019. He was one of the final cuts. He goes to the CFL. He's had four terrific seasons. Mark last year, he had 18 sacks in 18 games. So, you know, it's an interesting signing by the Lions. Also, he is Canadian. All right, he's from Montreal. So if he can actually play in the NFL, that'll be a BFD north of the border. Um, speaking of a BFD, we go to college football. Did you hear the uh, the money news yesterday in college football? Just a touch. So uh, ESPN has the rights to the college football playoff for two more seasons, 24 and 25. And we didn't know which way college football was going to go. They were talking about going with the NFL model, which is getting a bunch of networks involved. Beginning in 2026, you know, we got this 12-team playoff, which begins next year. So it's 11 playoff games. And maybe, you know, bringing Fox in, bringing in a streaming service. They look at all the money the NFL's making. They're like, hmm, it seems like diversifying this will make more money. Well, ESPN has an exclusive negotiating window right now. And the powers that be in the college football playoff committee said to ESPN, see, here's the deal. If you give us $1.3 billion a year for six years, we'll let you televise those 11 playoff games. And ESPN said, let me do the math again. So you're, if we pay like $117 million a game for that six-year window, we get to televise those games? And the College Football Playoff Committee said, yeah, that sounds about right. And ESPN said, where do I sign? So there you go. So through the 2031 season, that's the next eight years of college football. 
all 11 playoff games will be on ESPN and the family of networks. What is interesting, though, is there is a clause in the deal. ESPN can sell off some of the games if they want. A couple other interesting notes about the deal. Because ESPN signed the exclusive deal, Alabama will be in the playoff each of the next six years. And the SEC is guaranteed four of the 12 teams in the playoff. No? Well, no? Oh, I, I have to admit. I'm sorry. I just made that up. It seems like no, that's what's no, going to happen. No, 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 Mark. I, it's definitely in the fine print. And if not, it is implied. Okay, here's in all seriousness. Because the next story is next Tuesday, the college football playoff board is going to change the playoff structure. And right now, it's the top six conferences get an automatic spot. Well, with the Pac-12 going away, they're going to change it to five. And so we're going to have seven at-large bids. Well, how many at-large bids do you think are going to go to the conferences not named the SEC and the Big Ten? Seriously, like, do you think the ACC or the Big 12 will get a second team? Occasionally. 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 But, like, last year, you know, now Texas, you know, would a second – Oklahoma would have been on the border but probably would have been out. Florida State would have been in. Would another ACC team have gotten in? No. Clemson had four losses. North Carolina fell off at the end of the year. Would Louisville have gotten Louisville? Excuse me. Would Louisville have gotten in last year? Remember, losing to Kentucky, final game of the regular season, probably would have knocked Louisville out of the playoff last year. So then you've got seven at-large bids. Well, three go to the SEC, three go to the Big Ten. Let's just say it's one of those years where no one else gets it. So that extra at-large bid. Well, ESPN's in bed with the SEC. They have nothing to do with the Big Ten. ESPN's televising the playoff. Mark, there's no doubt in my mind. Like last year, it would have come down to, I think, Ole Miss or Penn State. Ole Miss is in. You have to believe going forward with the politics that's involved right now, even though Penn State would bring more eyeballs. You have to believe now with this business arrangement, if it's a tie between the Big Ten and the SEC as to who the final at-large spot is, you got to think the SEC school is going to get it. Absolutely. The tie goes to the runner, and in this case, David, the runner is the SEC. Uh, Very quickly, NBA. uh, The Magic retired Shaq's number last night. First number retired in franchise history. And then they lost at home to OKC by 14. The Heat went to Milwaukee, beat the Bucks by 26 with no Jimmy Butler. Bam, a triple-double, 16, 12, and 11. Uh, Tatum with 41. The Celtics won. KD with 28. Phoenix beat Sacramento. Anthony Edwards at 41. Minnesota won on back-to-back nights. They beat Portland on the road by 12. Lakers have won five of six. They beat Detroit by 14. College hoops, well, our system worked at least one game last night. Seventh-ranked Carolina on the road, lost at Syracuse, 86-79. First win over a top-10 team for the Cuse in five years. But Pitt went to Virginia, knocked off the nationally-ranked Cavs, and Illinois State knocked off the Sycamores of Indiana State, 80-67, right after they got ranked for the first time in 45 years. Marquette held off Butler on the road, and Iowa State held off Cincinnati on the road, so our theory went one for three. 
last night. Uh, Wisconsin and Kentucky both snapped losing streaks. UCF lost by two at BYU. Gators held off LSU. They were up big and won by two. Florida State lost on the road to Vatech. The UCF women lost. The South Florida women won. NHL, nice two points for the Lightning. They big. Beat the Bruins in a shootout 3-2. They needed it because Toronto kept pace. They're on the Lightning's heels for playoff positioning. Toronto beat St. Louis 4-1. Morgan Riley got five games. Mark, you called that one. You said five. I had more. Riley got five games for that cross-check into the boards uh, against Ottawa the other night. Ovechkin scored in his sixth straight game. But the Caps lost to the Avs 6-3. We had some goal scoring last night in the NHL. Edmonton scored eight, beating the Wings. McDavid had six assists. Right. Buffalo scored seven in a 7 nothing shutout of the L.A. Kings. And Ottawa scored six in beating Columbus. Phil Kessel has a workout with Vancouver. That's very interesting. Is, does he do a workout or does he just slam two hot dogs and shoot pucks into an open net? Well, that is a workout for Phil Kessel. All right, that is. Hey, he can you know just play on the power play like Ovechkin, come off of the half boards and just fire away. Uh, baseball news: Jenny Kavnar, the first female main play-by-play announcer for a baseball team. She's doing play-by-play of the A's. She's actually called Major League Baseball for 17 years. And uh, NASCAR, get ready. Twin dual uh, 125s are tomorrow. It's Daytona week, baby. And it's seven minutes before the hour. That was. That was the starting five every weekday morning at this time on Miller and Moulton. We could not find the prop bet on whether or not Ovechkin would score. Because we wanted to play it. He had, he had scored in five straight games and we're like, the Abs have lost four in a row. Ovechkin's on a heater. Let's go. Couldn't find it. We were all desperately wanting to bet Ovechkin scoring last night. Bummer. Miller and Moulton. Great show lined up. Bill Bender, Seth Everett, all still ahead. Thanks for listening on the Florida Sports Network.